Welcome to today's broadcast of Kingdom Authority with your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. Tune in each Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Blog Talk Radio through Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. Follow Dancia on Facebook at Dancia Jones-Morris or DanciaJ.com. You can also call your hosts and guests at area code 646-668-2413. Thank you for joining Kingdom Authority. And now here's your host, Reverend Dancia Jones Moore. Kingdom Authority. Power Kingdom Authority. Welcome to Kingdom Authority. I'm your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris, none other than Dancia. I am so happy to be here on tonight. This is our Sunday, one day, that Sunday, W-O-N day. We want to win in the kingdom of God, and I am grateful that you decided to join us on tonight. It is cold on the East Coast, and I know you guys are tuning in but I thank you so much. So get cozy, get warm, because you're in you're in for a treat with our guests on tonight. They're such a wonderful couple, and we want to talk about some things. We're going to talk about marriage, but we're going to talk about this is not that. And I cannot wait to hear what this is going to be about, because it's not that. Here, listen here. It's in, incredibly important for each and every one of us to operate with authority in our territory. What does that mean? Using your gifts, using what God has graced you with to operate in the way that he's intended for you to do for the kingdom of God. It is not for you. It is for us to serve one another. It is for us to help one another. It is for us to speak encouraging things to one another and getting us into a place where we can build the kingdom of God as we build one another up. And I'm just excited about the fact today is Sunday. One day we're going to win. We're winning in marriage. Winning in marriage. It is possible. I don't care what you've gone through. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what you're going through. You can win in marriage. It's going to take some work, I'll tell you that. But we can win together. Let's just go to the throne of God in prayer I am grateful tonight for the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you, O God, for being the creator. We thank you for being the almighty God. We thank you for being the amen to our story. (laughs) We thank you, O God, for being the bright and morning star. We thank you, Father, for being the great shepherd. Thank you for being the I am. You are the great I am. Oh, God, thank you for being our peace, our joy. Thank you for being our refuge, our strength. Thank you for being our strong tower. Oh, God, I bless you and praise you. We bless you and praise you for you are great. You are mighty. You are awesome. You, God, are the reason that we live and move and have our being, God. It is because of you. El Shaddai, the God that's more than enough, that we are who we are. Thank you, oh, Father, for bringing joy. Thank you for being the Son of God, the Son of Man, and the Son of Mary. Thank you for being the Most High God. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you for being Abba, Father, our Daddy. Thank you, O oh God, for wrapping us and embracing us so that we can get through any time of our life. 
thank you, O oh God, that you are the great I am. You're the Holy One of Israel. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for you are the rock of ages, the rock that stand on you. Oh, we say hallelujah to your name because you are our salvation. You are, in fact, the horn of salvation. And we hold on to the altar, God, and we say, Lord, it is us. We need you. It is us. We need you, Father. We need you to help us in every situation. We thank you and we praise you. We lift you high. High above the earth you sit. But, Lord, you look down and reach down and love us so much in every state, in any state that we can ever go through. We thank you, Father, for that we, you've graced us with gifts. You've graced us with talents. You've graced us with spiritual authority to take authority in our territory. And we honor you, God. We honor you, God. We don't take it for advantage of what you're giving us, but we honor you with every ounce of our being because you are God and we acknowledge you as the most high God. You are Jesus. Woo! Every time I call your name, I thank you, oh God, for the name gets sweeter every day. Hallelujah. You thought enough about us to grace us with gifts Mm-mm-mm. and your mercy and your grace follows us and we acknowledge you on this evening, Father. We acknowledge you on this wonderful day that you have made. We say, Lord, open up ears, open up eyes, the gate, God, to the heart so that we can serve you in spirit and in truth. We can worship you in spirit and truth. And I say right now, Lord, we prick the very heart of those who are in covenant relationship, that is marriage, Father. Prick the heart of those to love one another, God, to love one another, to care for one another, to serve one another, to be true to one another, to be honest with one another, and God, to have fun with one another. In the name of Jesus, we glorify you. We praise you. I pray right now for Elders Gilliams right now, both God, Dante and Shanice. I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, that, Lord, that you will put in them, continue to put in them what they need to serve you, Master. I thank you for enlarging their, oh, my God. I thank you for enlarging their territory in the name of Jesus. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for the Gilliams right now, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that you, Father, you, Father, be glorified. You be glorified. You be glorified. You be glorified in the name of Jesus. And, Father, to the person that's listening, Father, mm, hallelujah. And uncertain if they're going to stay in this marriage. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I pray right now that the words that are spoken on this evening will allow them to make the right choices for their situation in the name of Jesus, that they will see you, Father. You see you, not themselves not any other person, not even us, but that they will see you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Y'all know I like to pray. I love praying. I love praying. I can really pray for hours, and I do sometimes in my home. So, But I, tonight, it's not about me. It's about Elder Dante Gilliam and Elder Shanice Gilliam right now. And I want I want God to be glorified in what they're going to present on tonight, what they're going to speak, what they're going to declare on this evening. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Every time I listen to them and think about um, just just their 
aura. It's really their aura, their spirit. I am amazed at who God is in them and what he has done, what he created in them. And I'm telling you, they are servants of the Most High God for real. They're not playing. They are servants. They're enjoying life. And so I want to bring them on because I don't get the chance to say these types of things to them um, all the time. And so I want you all to be able to share and listen to the great spirit of this man and woman, husband and wife. And so I want to bring them on. Are you all there? We are. We are. Yes, we are here. Praise praise God. Just greet the listening audience. We do have people listening in right now. And if you could just greet them tonight. We thank you for having us. We greet everyone. And we just pray that you open up your heart um, as we um, talk about um, divorce, uh, marriage after divorce. This is not that. And so um, as we um, share what the Lord has given us, we just ask that you open up your heart and just um, see where that applies in your life today and how we can take our kingdom relationships and our kingdom marriages from being good to great. And in doing oh, so, bye. being able to... Go right ahead. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, we're hoping to encourage you that what comes out of this can also spill into what you're dealing with, going through, and knowing that you have won and that you will be victorious. My God. Listen, you all. Okay, y'all don't stir my spirit already. It is about winning, and we have to know that. So I'm going to just yield yield this line to the two of you. I trust the, I, I said this earlier, I trust the God in both of you. And so I want to yield the floor so that you all can just go ahead and, and encourage the people of God on this evening. Well, first we want to thank you, uh, Reverend Dancia, for this opportunity to allow us to share us to the people. I want, to be, I want to begin by saying divorce is not the end of the story, just the end to a chapter. Mm. At the end of that chapter, I felt, talking about me, I felt like I was a failure at marriage. That is what I had to deal with. Questions for myself like, what did I do wrong? What is broken in me that I need to get help on? Who can I talk to that knows me and my situation? How do I fix that hole, that void that was in my heart? So as I was dealing with that, some of those things were going on, and I was still trying to live my life, still trying to take a step knowing that I got knocked back and making sure I didn't step sideways but straight forward. I had to make a decision to better myself. And the way I did that was I first thought that I needed to start working on me physically. I started taking mixed martial arts. I was taking private judo lessons. Got to the point where I was doing that seven days out of the week. I wasn't going to church. And yet, it was still some things missing in me. I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was, but it was still something missing. So I 
ended up hearing someone speaking about scriptures. And with what they were saying, it intrigued me to the point where I had to ask them, what scripture are you reading? And I wrote those things down and went home and started studying them, and that was what really got me back in the church. And I found out who I was missing was Jesus. We have to, and um, that's really good, um, if I may interject. When we um, hear the word old, because that's an old place that we are speaking of, um, that he was speaking of in his own personal experience. And when I hear the word old, I think of old habits, old thought processes. I'm talking about myself now, old triggers and old places of disempowerment. And in order to stop holding on to the old, I had to first recognize what that old for me was. And so um, we're talking about this is not that. First, we must recognize what the that is. If you don't recognize what it is, it 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 gives way to coming into the, your your current situation and your current this. So you have to take the time to learn from your mistakes, so you don't repeat them, and be honest about what's going inside your head, what's going on inside your heart. Because if you don't deal with the old, if you don't deal with the the disempowerment of the that, it will contaminate your new place. It will contaminate your this. So in order to fully be present in your this, you must disconnect your that. And as I interject, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go right ahead. Go right ahead, Elder Dante. I have a question for you, but go right ahead. Ashley, go ahead with your question. So there are, I have so, I've been typing away, (laughs) y'all, because this is already powerful. This is already powerful because I want to start a dialogue on something you just said. Um, There's a few things. So I have two questions for you. That you said first of all, divorce is not the end of end. Um, it's only the end of a chapter. So it's really the book is not over. It's just the chapter mm-hmm. is over. So help me from a male's perspective with one thing about um, the feeling of failure, the feeling of failure and doubt because many people do not know. They don't. They don't feel it. They don't understand that men also have feelings of doubt and failure after, um, after um, divorce. So what are some things you think we can do to help, help the, let me just talk about the body of Christ, to understand it's not just women feeling this, there are men feeling this. Wow. That right there is an awesome question because it basically rear, it, it's going into what I was about to say. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because if I if I said from a place of just hitting those little points, I will miss something key out of 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 what I was thinking of. So if you don't mind, if I could say that, uh, it would help clarify Absolutely. and answer your question. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
because as my wife was talking about the old, the old is always going to rear its head up. In other words, that failure, that part after divorce is always going to come up on uh, what's wrong with me. You know, it's already going to, it's going to keep coming up. And if you allow it to, it will consume you. It's really the it's residue that's still hanging over you. And that's something that we must deal with. So by discussing it and being vulnerable, we will find out the why. Let's always remember that this person is not that person. So with, what we end up dealing with is, is, is soul ties, you know, offenses, unforgiveness, bitterness, how could they, uh, selfishness, you know, across contamination. The thing, one of the examples I can get, because it's the things that, that spill over into the this, you know, if I come from a place of, of uh, disappointment, it's like how can I succeed from a place of disappointment? There's, some, there's a process and things that needs to happen, you know. Cross-contamination is like when, you work, when you're cooking a chicken, preparing a chicken to cook it, once you finish with the chicken, you need to clear the area. You need to wash your hands before disinfecting those, uh, that area, before you can start something else. And that's the same thing when you go from a, a divorce, you know, into trying to get into another relationship or, and, and then a marriage. If you don't wash yourself of those things from the old, it will cross over to the new. What you go through in a divorce, many times you're left with a wounded soul, the mind, the will, the emotion. The, the process of cleansing is first acknowledgement. I had to acknowledge the fact that I failed. I missed the mark. But I can't stay stuck there. I have to accept the unconditional love and forgiveness of Jesus. I had to forgive myself and begin the new chapter. But I had to be honest in this new journey. I had to be at peace in my new normal. I can't be anxious or thirsty as the, the, the young generation are, are calling it, you know. And that falls in Philippians 4, 6 through 7 in the King James, uh, New King James Version. It said, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Did I answer your question? Oh, wow, did, did you? I'm still typing away. You did. And it's so interesting because um, you, the, when you use the food, I understood it, the cross-contamination. Wash yourself of the old. And, Elder Shanice, you said that you got to recognize what the old is and learn from your mistakes. Uh, and yes. then, um, Elder Dante, you said, so you don't go into the new with a wounded soul. I think about wounded yes. soldiers. I have a lot of friends that came back from different wars and how wounded they are when they come back emotionally. Forget about the fact that maybe they may be missing a, a, a um, uh, you know, a leg or arm or whatever the case is, but 
the soul is wounded too a lot of times. And yeah. just think about when we have to they have to go back into society with this this wounded soul. The same as in marriage. That was so profound. Yeah, yeah. Okay, y'all go ahead. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, and um that was some that was really stuff. I love the um the point about the cross contamination. We really have um clear um New beginnings, clear beginnings demand a clear ending. And as we begin a new chapter, we must take the time to discover us because when we are in relationships and we um, those those wounds have become a part of our soul, um, we become different people. And during that time, um, during the divorce, and, and we're kind of taking time to talk about the things um, uh, after the divorce because the um, uh, uh, there's a process before you get into the marriage. Because if you don't take the time to deal with with things before you get into another marriage, another relationship, another covenant, um, then you'll come. You'll face the same problem. You'll face the same, a different person, same because we are the common denominator in the relationship. So it's important that we invite the Holy Spirit um, in during that process. Um, who was there? Listen to this. Who was there when God was writing the book? In, in Psalms 139, it says that um, I have re- all of your days were written in my book before one day. One of your days was yet formed. And so we, we need to invite Holy Spirit who was there when he was writing and, and remind us that who we remind us of who we are authentically, who God intended us to be, um, who um who God uh he didn't change our mind. Um it's it's he wrote it so it's still yet established in spite of, nevertheless the the, the um of what we've been through. And so invite him into that new journey and he will lead us into all truth concerning us. He will lead you into all truth concerning you. Be comfortable mm. with being mm. with yourself in this process. And now you heard me say being with yourself, not by yourself, but be with yourself. Mm. Learn to enjoy the new you. You know, um, you know, find out, why you feel the way that you feel? What are the mm-hmm. what are your triggers, and the and the why behind your triggers? Really take those times to to do an excavation of you, discover you. Wow. So now, as we uh, that basically we're, we're starting anew. You know, we're starting wow. anew, and it's not something that you could do on your own will, you know. So if we fast forward to our this, Team Gilliam, we basically, we, we fall under uh, the scripture of Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. This yes. is not that. 
this is a new covenant with new people. We're not the same people that were in the previous marriage. Continue. Make sure you're not hearing with the old ears or seeing through old lenses. Remember, we are the same team. We're here to encourage each other, lift each other up. We're striving to be successful together. Make sure God is on your team. He has the wisdom we need. And so with that wisdom, we have to remember um, Proverbs 8 and 35, it says, whosoever finds me in, finds me, finds light and obtains favor for, from the Lord. That me is wisdom. And we have to remember that we have access to the wisdom of God concerning our marriages. And um, so now we can um, just to fast forward, like my husband said, fast forward to our this, to we, you know, people call us Team Gilliam. And we've only been married for three and a half, almost four years. And, and people find that hard to believe because, we um, God has graced us to be a unit. Does it? Do, does the old? Does the that rear its head? Yes, yes, it does. Yes. Does do we get it perfect every time? No, we don't. And so um, we the, we have to, um, like my husband said before, we have to talk about it. We have to, you know, why? What is that all about? Why do you get upset when this happens or? You know, um, why, um, why, what are you hearing when I say that? And so having that open communication and not being um, uh, familiar with one another. We can be so familiar where we forget to appreciate um, the gift that God has given us. And we have to remember that the, the marriages that we have, they are what they are because of the seed that we have sown. And if you want a different marriage, whether you are in your marriage and you've been married 35, 40, 50 years or, and, and not divorced, but um, you, can be in a, you can be present, listen to me. You can be present but not present. And if you want a different marriage, begin yeah. to sow different and you may say, well, you've only been married for three and a half, you know, four years. So between Dante and I, we have um, 37 years of marriage experience, you know, before we even met wow. each other. So we know what not to do. <laughs> we know what not to do. And so, you know, people say that, you know, we're, you know, we're, we are, affectionate and you know we we are enjoy, we enjoy our relationship with one another and people say oh they're just newlyweds you know i i've seen people that have been married for years and years still um um show that affection show that love those are seeds that keep holding the marriage together the communication the dedication the um being vulnerable being open all of those things because if you close off your, put a fortress around your heart and you guard your heart to protect yourself, then you also keep out 
the things that God wants to bless you with through your spouse. Wow. And you miss the gift that God has given you. And it, and it's the it's the little things that that means a lot, you know. Affirmation, just to say, baby, you looking good in in, in your outfit that you're wearing today. Your hair looks beautiful, you know. And and also the intimacy. And I'm not even talking about the sexual part. I'm talking about right. just a friendly, touch, you know, the holding of hands. You know, it's the right. the little thing is really what connects back to the heart. If you have an issue with your spouse, instead of you trying to deal with it, take it to the Lord. But I will tell you Um, this. When you take it to the Lord, he's going to deal with you first. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Because you may be the reason you're having that problem, and you can't even see it. It's a blind spot. So when you Mm. take it to the Lord, he'll deal with you. And the other one will catch it and change. So I, I want to, if I may, I want to give an opportunity to speak to my sisters. Um, we are um, full of, of wisdom and solutions and suggestions and all of that. We want to, we see something out of order and we want to speak to it. Um, Today, the Lord told me silence is strength. You don't have to speak to everything. You don't have to um, uh, solve everything. You don't have to, um, you don't have to correct everything. You just don't have to. And, And I'm not saying silence and then you're having a whole conversation and dialogue in your in your head, um, because um, even though you're not saying anything, if that's going on, if there's um, a conversation going on um, about he needs to do this, and I wish he would do that, and that, do, 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 if you do that, the um, the frequency of that um, comes out, and how you um, conversate, that the frequency of that comes out. You may not say it, but there's a there is a reverberation of that unsettledness of that of that strife. And let me tell you something a little. Let me say something about strife. Where there is strife, there is every evil work. Where there is strife, it gives the enemy legal right. He has legal right to sit down and cross his Mm. leg in your living room, in your bedroom, legal rights. Wow. So it's that being silent and really, you know, God, we can't be Holy Spirit. God knows the why. He knows the core of our spouses, women. He knows, and I'm just talking to the sisters. It can go both ways, but I'm talking to my sisters right now. He knows the core of our spouse. He knows the core of our husbands. He knows how they're thinking and from what place they're thinking. And so it is our, it is our job to pray for them. It's our job to, um, uh, to be their support. It is our job mm-hmm. to be their, um, their 
their crowning glory. Mm-hmm. It is our job to do that and to um, be that place of peace where their heart, watch this, can safely trust in them, trust in you. Wow, yeah. Wow. Since she said that, you know I got to throw something out there for the men. <laughs> yeah. No, I got to throw something for the men. To, to my brothers out there, know that the women want your attention. They want your time. Give it to them. They're not asking you to be the hero and solve everything, fix everything. Sometimes all they need is your ear. Sometimes all they need is your shoulder. Sometimes all they need is for you to acknowledge them. Step up. Mm-hmm. For those who've been doing it, continue. Those who not, grab hold. And just those little things will keep a smile on her face. Not hard. I love that. As I'm cheating over here. <laughs> and I just want to, 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 to correct something that my wife had said earlier. Calm down, baby. She said we have 37 years of marital experience. That was 37 years before us. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what she said. I just wanted to make sure... And I love the number 37. Woo! Yes. That was also our <laughs> wedding date. Oh, wow. 37. Yep. I love it. 37. So, um, you know, the topic is um, this is not that. So um, we have to remember not, not to focus on what this is not, but to declare what this is. And as long as the great I am is at the core of our team, we can declare what this is. And and even those areas where um, it's not yet, it's 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 um, it's growing to that, um, or it's not yet. But we we like our Father can declare things things and call things that are not as though they are. Yes. And we must remember that there is a let that we are made in his image and his likeness and we have that same let there be in our mouth. And our situations, our circumstances, everything has ears. And it responds yeah. to the word of God. It responds to the frequency of God coming out of us. And don't forget to use your angels the heavenly host that is there waiting to respond to the voice of the Lord concerning your situation. My God. And we sit back and and, and we think of the law of attraction. No, it's the law of God. (laughs) Yeah. Because that we met. That's how we came together. It wasn't of our doing. It was our obedience and being led being led and knowing once we saw each other, we knew each other, but yet had never seen each other. Mm. 
So we didn't we didn't step into something not knowing who we were. We stepped in already know we already had years upon us first meeting each other before we even met. And and I two years before um I was found by Dante, I said to um one of my girlfriends and I said I just need to speak this out because I need when it happens, I want I want a witness because I knew that God was speaking this in my heart. He said, "You when you are found, you will know when you're found because when he finds you, he will recognize you." Wow. And I'll let my say just a short version. <laughs> Of the the beginning part of how we met, that's a whole nother broadcast of our story of how we met. And and that's interesting. As I look at the time, and I'm seeing the number thirty seven again. Uh, that that number is speaking to me, uh, speaking to me, speaking to me. Uh, the the way we ended up meeting, we met at a conference. I'm mean, sorry, a summit. It was called. It's the name of it is So Be It Ministry. We met by way of being guided to each other. When I met her, she answered a prayer right off the bat. Because I had said uh, years before, I say, Lord, my flesh is on the cross. If you want me to have someone, you will send her to me, but my focus is on you. My focus is building mm-hmm. that relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And I was serving the Lord. And I ended up being invited to the summit eight months before. And I said, yes. When it came close for me to go, I said, I'm not going. So I was taking the time off from work. I still kept saying, I'm not going. The night before, I was I was sitting on my bed, and I said, I'm not going, and the Holy Spirit said, you're going to meet someone. Oh, my. I said, I'm going to a summit. Of course I'm going to meet someone. And then I was like, ooh, uh, yes, sir. I thought I was about to get holy slapped because I realized that wasn't me when I said it. Even though it came out of my mouth, I knew it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I went right to my room. And I got my suit ready. The next day, I was there early. I think I was there an hour before the summit started. (laughs) I saw my wife. Wow. When I saw my wife, all I saw was a circle around her head. Mm. I was able to see her whole body, but my focus was on the ring around her head. Mm. And as I was thinking, I kept saying to myself, I know her, but I had never seen her before. All of a sudden, she turned, she looked at me, she came straight to me and introduced herself to me. Wow. When I am found... He will recognize me. Yes. So God is He's good, and it's about us speaking what is 
in the midst of what is not. And it and I, I call that that rehearsal of speaking those things that are not as though they are. As we do that in our singleness, as we do that in our process, then we when we are in the midst of it, it just becomes a part of our being. It becomes a mm. who we are. As we're growing together in in our in our marriage together and our in our ministry together as we're growing as God begins to show us things beyond our now we can we can speak to it we are we are conditioned to see what he sees and speak it as he has already said it and already established it my god i love this because it's it's so transparent simple, it's loving, and it's it's godly all at the same time. Um, There are, there are, um, I want to ask a question about this or make a statement and then probably ask a question. Um, Elder Shanice, you stated that when you keep your heart closed and something to the fact that you also shut out, um, shut out love. So when you close off from love, you also shut out love. Can you just help us practically? Because I do have some people that are unchurched and help us practically what that looks like. You said a few things, but if you can go just a little bit deeper, just a few moments, and then I want to get back to something that Elder Dante said as well. Okay. So um, life happens, life has happened to each and every one of us, and and it's called, has caused um, uh, wounds, we've been betrayed, we've been, um, we, there has been offenses, and so what we naturally do in the natural, in our flesh, a wall goes up to protect us, and if we don't, over the years, that wall becomes a fortress. And what a mm. fortress is designed to do is to keep the um, it, to keep the enemy out, but it also yeah. keeps the things that the blessings that God has designed for you, because we're doing it in our flesh and we're not doing it. It's we're doing it um, in our own strength, um, thinking mm-hmm. that um, you're protecting, guarding ourselves. Um, when God want, brings somebody to our life to bless us or uh, brings um, even mentor relationships or, or any a relationship that, um, that is designed to bless our life or to, um, to shape us, we block that out. And we can't receive yeah. the love. You know, those people that are leery, when you just give unconditionally or you give um, – then it's like, what are you giving that to me for? You know, they think that there's an ulterior motive because of the fortress around their heart. And so it, you know, what it practically looks like, you know, if I was, I, I had, if I had a fortress around my heart um, and because of the things that I've gone through, when I was found by Dante, I would have messed around and missed out <laughs> on the blessing mm-hmm. that God 
into my life because um I, I because uh I wouldn't be able to trust that this was a blessing from God. I wouldn't be able to trust that he would be committed to me. I wouldn't be able to trust that he would cover and provide for me. I wouldn't be yeah. able to trust those things. And so I would have missed out on um, the, the, the blessed life that God has um, favored me to um, to walk in together wow. with him. Yeah, and, and that's profound because we a lot of us miss out because we become so bitter, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah. and that bitterness, and I and I know because I went through that, so mm-hmm. I couldn't see, <laughs> I couldn't see God because of the bitterness in my, you know, in my husband. I couldn't, I couldn't see the God, what God was doing with us because of uh-huh. all that stuff that built up and that callous, you know, in my heart. Yeah. And so we miss yeah. out on the great things when we don't, I'm going to say it this way, detox. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and know, get to know who we are, you know, what God is doing with us, what he is doing for us and through us. And that's, it's just profound, yes. the, the different things that you all have said. I want to go to, um, unless you have something else to say, I want to switch over to um, Elder Dante. Before we do that, you said about seeing your husband, um, mm-hmm. you know, when he he came. It's those lenses. We have to give ourselves permission to change the lens. Yeah. Because we see through the lens of bitterness. We see through the, the, um, the lens of abandonment. You know, whatever, you can put anything in there. But... If we don't deal with it, if we don't get healed from it, if we don't allow um, um, the healing process, then of course we're gonna we're gonna see through those lens and we'll miss um, what God is bringing to us. Wow. Mm. Oh my. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> that's real good. <laughs> I will. I feel like I'm going through a life coaching session right now. <laughs> so let me just. You are certified. I, I love it. I love it. Let's let me just switch over to this. There are so many things that um, women don't understand about men, and and men about women. But I want to focus on the fact, um, as women, what we don't understand about men, and. And Elder Dante, you talked about affirmation. So, yes. kind of help us out. Help us out of what that looks like for men, because we women we're kind of almost demanding of it. But what does that look like for women to say things for their husband? Yeah, and, and I was sitting here. I was like, ah. Uh, yeah. Basically, it started off by telling, let him know you love him and you appreciate him. Learn to say <laughs> thank you. Learn to, you know, mm. thank you. That, that familiar piece, oh, take out the trash, you know. They take out the trash, say thank you for taking out the trash. Wow. Thank, you know, 
we, we get so familiar with each other that we forget the little things. We forget the little things that brought us together. Mm-hmm. My wife, <laughs> my wife, she'll say certain things and people won't even know. It will be out in the midst of everyone. She'll mouth something to me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and vice versa, you know, but when it comes to, to the men, affirmations to the men, just let him know that, that you appreciate him. It doesn't end when you get married. Right. It continues, continues to strengthen them, you know. Uh, men, we, when we open the door for you, you know, you just walk in and it's like no big deal, you know, but just to, just to say a simple thank you, he will continue to do it every time. But when you get so familiar and you don't say it, then it's like, you know, it starts getting old to them. It's like, why am I doing this? I like, I don't get appreciated for it. And that's what you want to block out. And just, right now, the simple things, let them know you love him. Let him know, you know, say thank you, that you appreciate him. You know, some people might say stroking the ego, but isn't that the same thing on the opposite side? We don't say it in that right. that term, but uh-huh. that's what the affirmations are: is the uh, the simple acknowledgement of each other for what each other does. My wife would make me breakfast. I have made breakfast for her. Don't taste always taste as good as hers. You know, <laughs> she sings. I try to sing to her, and she'd be like, "Baby, that sounds so good," but I know it didn't. <laughs> but it's enough to say you can sing to me anytime, you know. Wow. Just as long as we wow. are <laughs> You know. <laughs> so it's just it's just a little of you know, that reassurance that baby I love you. That's why I love me some Elder Shanice. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Listen, y'all, I am, I need, can I invite the two of you to come back on again in the very near future? Absolutely. Yes. yes. We have, I am, you know. Go right ahead. I just was saying there's so much that we can share and so much more. And we just, we appreciate the opportunity just to, um, just to share a little bit, just to give a little peek into our process. And so absolutely, we, anytime, you know, we are here for you to um, support what you're doing. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. And listen, we do want to hear from you all. I'm telling you, those who are listening, the wisdom that comes from them, yet the simplicity, it's so easy to understand, and it's so grand um, at the same time. um, So I'm going to say this to the two of you. Sometimes you all mind-boggle me with your humility 
yet greatness. And I, I and you may not see it that way, but there are a lot of us that see that in you all. And you may not always feel it. And you, you may not always be treated that way. I'm going to tell you of the giants that you are in the kingdom of God and the, the rep- how you represent God, how you represent God is outstanding. I, I don't know that wow. God is going to say this, but I know that he's going to say well done. I, I, I know that wow. because yes. it is profound to two of you move in your ministries. It's profound hmm. to see. And when the Lord told me, um, and literally I heard Gilliam, and I don't really normally hear names, you know. Mm-hmm. I said, well, what, what are you talking about, just Gilliam? What, I know, I know them. And their story, that's all I heard. And now you're saying to, to tell your story. I, I just wanted you all to come on about this, but now I realize I disobeyed God so I'm just going to say this and be transparent. I disobeyed God from the reality and the realness that he really wanted me to have you all do. And so I need to invite you back very soon to tell your story. And would you all do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. And people are be going honored. to be tremendously blessed. So with, mm-hmm. with that, um, my goodness, and or both of you would like to pray for those who are in marriages, I had the reason why we had this particular um, topic was at the request of several different people. And so we're talking about marriage after divorce. And so I hope y'all are the ones that requested it. <laughs> the ones that requested it, and there were many <laughs> listening to this. And this is just a peek, you all, at the things that need to be done. I will tell you from experience. You have to continue to work at it, and it'll be much easier if you have a counselor. It'll be even easier if you have a continued life coach with you. You cannot, yeah. a lot of times you cannot do this on your own. You definitely have to have God. I'm not, I'm not excluding God. That's God first. But what I'm saying yeah. to those who are struggling and from experience, you do yourself some good to get some counseling. I'm telling you. You do yourself yeah. some good. Come on. And so don't be ashamed. Go, go right ahead. So if one of you can pray, and then, then I'll have you say some last words. Father, thank you for this time, for just this moment in time, Lord God. Uh, thank you that we could share the process that led to your manifested glory in our lives. And, Father God, I thank you that it went into ears that um, – could hear and not only hear it, but thank you, Lord God, that they would even, Holy Spirit, that you would bring all of those things back to their remembrance, that they may um, apply what they heard. And I just speak healing. I just want to speak healing to um, the wounded places. I want to speak your love and your, your, um, your blanket of love and your blanket of wholeness and peace. Um, upon those wounded places within and those um, marriages that are um, there's a breach in the marriage or there's a, a wedge between the hearts. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the one that brings it all together, that you would reveal it 
and that you would um, tear those walls down, the fort, break it down, um, bring it to um, strengthen um, even just one of them that would um, begin to speak into the, um, declare those things into the relationship, that it would bring the two together. And there would be a unity that you command your blessing and even life forevermore. And I thank you, Father God, for um, that it would be a testament and a template for those, for this generation to see what marriage looks like. We sometimes we just we need to see what what covenant looks like between a man and a woman. We need to see what covenant looks like um, before you when you are um, a part of the team. And so, Father God, I thank you that as they are on the journey, that you will be with them, that you would give them peace in their heart, in their mind, and in their emotions. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. And Elder Dante, did you want to go right ahead? Yes. Yes, yes. We have to keep in mind that who God put together, let no man asunder. Mm. She, to the man, she is worth fighting for. Mm Mm-hmm. To the women, he is worth fighting for. Absolutely. So fight. I fight for my wife daily, fighting with me to make sure I don't mess it up. Mm. I invite the Spirit to show me how to take care of my queen because if I did it on my wheel, I would mess it up. Ooh. Lord have mercy. I'm so appreciative to the two of you, um, and I am praying God's choicest blessings for your marriage. Um, I'm grateful, and I thank you both, and I, I can't express enough just what you have done, I'm sure, for others, but I'll say for me um, on tonight, which is encouraging. Not that I'm in a bad place, but I'm always striving to be better as a wife to my husband. And so this has been um, a moment, again, of truth. So I will be, I'm bold enough to say that. <laughs> I need help sometimes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm grateful to the two of you, and I thank you. Listen, this is Elder Dante, Elder Shanice Gilliam. You've just heard them. Facebook folk, I keep putting it out there, and I'm going to tell you, you need to make sure you listen to this again. I know I'm going to list, go back and listen to this so I can make sure I have just what I need to help me for my marriage to be from good to great. I want to thank my guests again for being on this broadcast. Thank you, my listening audience. I am Dancia, Dancia Jones-Morris on Kingdom Authority. I hope you take authority in your territory Have a great night, and God bless you. Thank you again, Gilliam. You're You're welcome. welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. God bless you. God God bless bless you. you.